from Learfield IMG College. Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Own what matters. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop. We logo stuff. Also by Icon. Empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Himes has a shot blocked. Kata's got block number two so far on the night. Kata against KJ Himes. Puts up the shot quickly with the right hand. And the floater goes. And the Aggies lead 8-4. to four. Drives in the lane. Bounce pass down low to Robinson. Robinson's shot blocked by Kata. A two-handed stuffer. And alternating possession will give the ball back to Nevada on a tie ball. But that was a nasty block shot by Nemeas Kata. Just chatting with Gordon Bean, the father of Justin Bean, and what a tremendous night tonight for Justin. Played a heck of a game tonight, and Utah State ends up holding on and getting the victory. It wasn't without a little bit of drama, but Utah State gets it done. Justin with 19 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, oh. and a block shot as well. Yeah, tremendous, and, and uh, really, really, kind of, I wouldn't say saved us in the first half because we were doing fine, but really helped yeah. extend. I, I thought he... He really was a difference maker in the first half, and, and uh, you know, those statistics are, you know, indicative of, of, of what he does game in and game out. By the way, Justin Bean tonight, i got to make sure my, my number's are right. All right, Justin came into this game shooting 5 of 29 from 3. And tonight, oh. 3 of 5. Slightly improved his <laughs> percentage. Well, that's the thing. You see him in warm-ups and you see him in practice. He just strokes it like crazy. Yeah, and today, I mean, it, they, they were they were daring him to shoot, which I, looking at his statistics, you would, but they completely sagged off of him and, and, and uh, you know, wanted to sit in, in Kata's lap. And, and uh, you know, Justin made him pay for it by, by knocking down a few uh, right over the front of the rim. Certainly not without a little bit of drama, but let's go through your scoring in this one. Uh, Utah State with Justin Bean leading the way with 19. Uh, Namiyash Keita, 16 points and 17 rebounds. Oh, holy smokes. Yeah, I mean, that's a, it, it's just impressive numbers day in and day out. And, and a couple more and ones, and that, that could have easily been a 24-point. Yeah. Uh, also with three block shots, and I think those all came in the first five minutes of the game, too. Two assists and one steal for Namiyash Keita. Brock Miller, really a gutty performance from him. Ten points, three rebounds, one steal on the night tonight. Fawns with ten points as well. Uh, also with two rebounds and two assists. Uh, Marco Anthony with four points but eight assists, and I love the way Marco played tonight. I'm telling you, you and I have had conversations about this. I'd love to see him be more of a facilitator. They move him into the point guard tonight, and I thought that was a role that was really good for him. Yeah, you know, he, um, you know, each time he penetrated, he was penetrating to, to create for his, his uh, teammate rather than, you know, kind of looking for that initial play. But then late in the game, you know, that freed him up to uh, – to get himself to the front of the rim. He you know, missed a clutch one, but, uh, yeah, again, an excellent uh, excellent job by Marco. Shulga with seven points on the night tonight, and he played 18 minutes, season high of minutes for him tonight. Yeah, and I thought he, he gave you, um, you know, no harm. Yeah. No harm out there. He, he kept the ball moving. He, he did the job. He had some uh, key rebounds. Um, did it did better than, than I expected job defensively. Uh, as well, and I think that's how he. I think that's what you have to do because that leash is so short on guys that 
that uh, are just barely earning their minutes. You know, and, and uh, I thought he did a good job of, of uh, keeping the flow. And now as he continues to get that confidence, he'll, he'll really, if he can keep those minutes up, he'll yep. really give us something. Steven Ashworth with nine points tonight, two of four from the field. Both of those uh, made field goals coming from beyond the three-point line and, uh, and two assists as well as, uh, as a big, big night for uh, Utah State across the board. Uh, for Nevada, led in scoring with Cambridge, who had 23 points, 9 of 18 from the field, 5 of 11 from three, uh, four points from Washington, 10 from Coleman. Uh, but Sherfield, who was 4 of 13 from the field but got hot late and uh, certainly was a, was a, had a critical stretch uh, down late for, uh, to try to keep Nevada in this game. Yeah, I mean, certainly not an all-league all performance uh, you know, a, a candidate, as we, we talked about, a player of the year candidate. But we saw what he can do and, and the burst that he can do. So, yeah, definitely uh, you see what you got from him. Oh, special guest. We're not, we won't, we oh, won't keep stop, you too long. Stop the presses. Holy smokes. Abel Porter's in the house. How are you, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, you're, guys tonight can't, uh, they always find a way to have a little bit of drama, don't they? <laughs> Coach Smith's uh, motto is keep it close and then find a way at the end. Yeah. <laughs> they, they held true to that tonight. How you doing? I'm doing really good. Good. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's different watching a game from the stands than being down here. Yeah, I I can't imagine what it's like because, you know, you probably see some play calls and some sets out there, and you're like, hey, uh, you're running that wrong, or you're doing that wrong. (laughs) I've been watching games on TV all year, and, like, sometimes I just have to text Bean after the game and, like, dude, what are you doing on that play? (laughs) I know you're not doing the right thing. Hey, uh, let's talk. uh, I hope you don't mind if I ask, how's your health? Um, It's good, yeah. So um, got diagnosed with the heart condition back in the fall and didn't go as planned obviously wish i could be playing basketball anywhere yeah would be awesome but uh um we had me and my wife had our first kid in the summer congratulations that's awesome she's been a handful and so there's something positive to look at so you're a a girl dad now huh? i'm I'm a girl dad and (laughs) finishing school online kind of just the normal person thing wow yeah well, I, I, I think I speak for all of us. We miss seeing you out there and miss seeing uh, the emotion. And, and uh, you know, it was funny. Brock had the uh, back brace. I'm thinking, I, I wonder if Abel I gave us the old back, the same the old back <laughs> brace to him. I was like, man, I've, I was actually texting him with Brock the other day, and we were talking about how hopefully he can be good to go golfing in the summer because yeah. he really needs that back in the summer when he's swinging his clubs. So what does, uh, what does the future hold for you? Um, yeah, so I'm back doing school online um, and just – kind of do, looking for jobs, yeah. um, graduating with a degree in finance, and I'm nice. uh, going to go from there. I love it, man. It's so good to see you. I know. It's awesome being here one and of, seeing everyone. One of, the, uh, one of our favorite dudes on the planet, Abel <laughs> Porter, hanging out with us. Uh, what do you think? I mean, give us, you know, now that, you know, we're not asking you to cross over into the uh, ugly side of the media here, but uh, kind of give us your synopsis. What do you see out of this team? What do you like? Um, yeah, I thought that they played really well tonight. I thought that they had a nice little offensive stretch there. Yeah. Um, and then – Nevada, honestly, well, from what I could tell, just got going in yeah. the second half. And, yeah. um, I don't know a ton about the scouting report on Nevada. Uh, I'm watching them for the first time this year. Um, but just losing shooters in the second half and then um, not really having any flow on offense in the, in the second half, kind of towards late in the game. Um, but they closed it, and, yeah. and that's all that really matters, honestly. It's all we're trying to do is just rack up the wins. You make great points. I, th- I thought both of your both of your defensive comment and offensive comment were were spot on. And I was just remembering that uh, would have would have been nice to see you out there 
defensively because I don't think you rarely lost shoot, track of uh, quality shooters. I, I don't know. Hope, maybe that's some revisionist history, but uh, I like that, I like that you yeah, remember it that he, way. He didn't miss As anybody. long as you remember it that way, that's what really matters. Well, hey, man, it's good to see you. Hey, thanks thanks for, for stopping by. Yeah, I appreciate sure. it. You didn't thanks, have to guys. do that. Yeah. But, appreciate uh, it. Let us know if there's anything we can do for you. Keep it going, and uh, congratulations on the, on the uh, birth of your child, too. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you. Travel safe. That's Abel Porter, Aggie Great, right here on the Aggie Sports Network from My Learfield man. IMG College, Utah State. Gets the three-point victory, 75-72. Gets a big W tonight and uh, gets set for round number two with uh, Nevada coming up on Saturday. Abel, what, what a spot on. I thought that, you know, without having watched Nevada at all, he's got the scouting report actually down to a to a Pats, to the Pats. So good for I think him. that's a guy that I know he's got the finance degree, but yeah. coaching may be calling. Yeah, that's he, if he's if if he's not smart. If he's smart, he just. Yeah, I was gonna say, you got a finance degree and some. Yeah, you'd be smart to keep. But point guards do make uh, good coaches, and and uh, he he does uh, understand really well. He's always kind of a really good floor general, and and will never will never forget, uh, you know, his last second three point shots, uh, and how many times at New Mexico State, and so on and so on. I always say my fa- one of my favorite moments all time. Uh, in this, you know, I've only been doing this play-by-play thing for this is my fourth year, but he hits that shot in New Mexico, and that place was rocking. And uh, that was um, only my second time in the uh, in the pit uh-huh. uh, calling a game. And uh, you hear about the legend of Snake, right? Oh, you don't know who Snake he lost is? Me. Oh, so Snake is this rabid, scary-looking New Mexico. He's been there for decades. Okay. But he's a scary-looking dude, and he is underneath that baseline, and he is just – giving the business and telling you everything that's wrong with you and your mother and everything else in your life. Real intimidating dude. He's kind of a cult figure down there. Well, I'm interviewing, I'm I'm interviewing Abel in the post game. He sit next to me and snake makes a beeline over to us. And I'm like, what is going to happen? Like we got ourselves a problem here. Security. And snake goes, Hey, Hey, Hey. I'm like, dude, we're on the air. He's like, points at Abel. He's like, good shot. And then walks away. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know that story. <laughs> it was a, it was a great moment. All right, take a quick break. Come back. Actually, no, we'll keep it here. Craig Smith's walking down the tunnel, so we'll chat with Coach here in a moment yeah. as Utah State gets the win, gets their 15th win of the season, and um, and uh, more importantly, gets their 12th win in Mountain West Conference play as the Aggies get the W tonight. By the way, big thanks to Everlight Solar. Save money, save the planet. Start with solar. They are a game sponsor tonight as Utah State gets the victory and uh, gets their 15th victory of the season, their 12th in Mountain West Conference play. And to help break it down, the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Craig Smith. and uh, Getting my social distancing. There you go. <laughs> kind of like our defense the last uh, <laughs> second half. But anyway. You make it exciting, don't you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm still breathing, so that's a good thing. But yeah. Yeah, you know, it was just an awkward uh, – I just was uh, – I thought – I don't know. It started at the start with the yeah. clock and the whole, you know, the deal, and you sit around. And uh, but I thought we had a really good groove. Obviously, we're up by 21 at the 18-minute mark in the second half, and there was a kind of a just both teams throwing haymakers. Really, I mean, we couldn't stop them. They couldn't stop up. Fawn's making a three. Bean makes two threes, and it was just scoring was so easy there for a stretch. And sometimes when scoring comes easy, then you maybe relax a little more than you should defensively. Uh, but you got to give them credit, too. Late in the game, I mean, Sherfield drills, a, I don't know, close to a 30-footer probably, 28-footer, makes another one. I was kind of blocked out, but I know Marco was right there. And then even at the end when we're up five, he, number 20 drills another one. But 
we were just, I thought, really sloppy the last eight minutes of the half. I played Nimi too much, uh, probably. You know, he plays 36 minutes, uh, but he just felt like we needed to. But the last, I think, six and a half to seven minutes, we missed, what, seven free throws, seven or eight free throws. I think seven free throws, and we have eight turnovers. And, and that's how you let a team back in a game like that or give them life where they start seeing that thing going to 12 and then the nine, and yeah. then, you know, those types of things. We handled their press well, um, and we're able to execute that way. Um, but we got to be able to finish games, obviously, much better um, than we did tonight. And sometimes confidence in shooting can translate from game one to game two for a team, too. Yeah, it, oh, no question about that. You know, it looked like both teams hadn't played for a while. Certainly that first half, um, uh, we were up, I think, 20 to 8, and it felt like we should have been up by, you know, 30 yeah. or 35 to – Maybe not eight, but a, a lot more. We missed a lot of chip shots, I thought, around the basket, uh, specifically in the first half. And then, you know, Nimi is Cato's playing so well. You know, I got to do a better job just with some of the plays. We just we just start going in there every time, and they're just sitting on it, and they're just overplaying, and and then we almost get too, you know what I'm saying, and not have like just a good flow to what we're trying to do and have everybody be a contributor. And I feel like we just got so honed in and getting K to the ball, and I thought that really hurt us down the stretch specifically because we have a lot of good players. I mean, yeah. we have Fonz played well, uh, specifically offensively. Bean was in a good rhythm. We had a lot of guys shooting it well, and it was exciting to see go to the line 27 times and make 11 threes. And that you know hasn't happened for a while for us, um, especially with this team. And so hopefully that'll be a sign, you know, of things to come. But uh, we've got to take care of that turnover thing for sure. Yeah, great point. I think there were four or five turnovers on entry passes. Yeah. I was going to ask you how much of, of the scouting report, I mean, this team's seen a lot of games of you. How much does that play into the – Well, I mean, you know, in terms of like throwing it inside. Yeah, or just or, in general turnovers and play yeah, in general. Um, you know, tonight I think it was a little bit of everything. I felt like we got that lead – you know, and we're up 20 or whatever. And then, you know, it was still 12 to 15 for a long time. I think it was a 13-point game around the 11-minute mark or what have you. And and then we, like, we drop a play at a timeout. Kato's wide. It would have been a dunk. Uh, and we just can't deliver the ball. Like, and then, and I think that was Fonz. And then right after that, we get it to Max. And Nimi's open. I mean, relatively deep. Post, and it was just a casual, yeah. just, you know, it doesn't take one dribble to improve it. It was just a catch and just kind of a, just one of those nonchalant. Like, and, then, and then right after that, we, okay, I was like, okay, let's just space it. We call it open. Where we get neat, a lot of times we throw to the Nimi at the top of the key, and then we can go to DH dribble line handoffs or naked screen where we just swing it and just get ball movement. And I don't know who cut through and we throw it to Max, but Max wasn't, he's was kind of in no man's land with our spacing, and he just tried to make something out of nothing. And Max will get like that at times. You know, I know we realize I'm throwing him into a spot, he hasn't played a lot this year, but he. Well, you can see like he's he's gonna be very good, but sometimes when Max makes a mistake, it's like he wants to get a grand slam the next play, and there's only one guy on base. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not possible, but he just he wants so bad, like I'm gonna prove myself, you know. Yeah. And and then he turns it over, and then that stuff sometimes starts to snowball. And we had some different lineups out there tonight. I mean, you could see obviously Raleigh's out, but Brock is really ailing and it was in and I was hoping we could kind of sit him there for a stretch and we did 
a couple stretches, I was just trying to give him a break because he just looked with that lead. It's like, okay, let's just – but then it just got to the point we had to go with him, yeah. you know, and he did a good job on number four once he got back in there. But, you know, we're juggling some things here on the <laughs> – with what we got. So I'm um, putting some guys in some spots they really haven't been. But, you know, you got to step up. And I thought Steven did a really good job. You know, his minutes were a little – he had a big three in the first half. And um, – he kept his head in the game because his minutes were kind of all over. But, you know, the last six minutes we put him in there, and I thought he really um, did a good job for us. You know, a, a stat that I only I should have caught earlier on for our pregame conversation, but I missed it. Uh, Sherfield has 119 trips to the free throw line this year. He didn't go to the line tonight once. I, I thought Marco and our team, you know, it's not, it's not just one guy, but Marco – Marco does a really good job on guys like that, and he was very in tune and very locked in. And Sherfield's really good. And we, you know, I'm not – we just did a really good job on him on screen where he's so shifty, and he's a strong, thick guy. And you can see his stroke, you know. So we were able to really minimize his attempts. And we all know when you don't get those attempts, a guy like him, now you're kind of out of rhythm. And Sherfield and um, – and uh, Cambridge account for almost 50% of their scoring, right, 50% of their shots. Yeah. Uh, but specifically to Sherfield in conference play, it's almost seven, you know, seven assists a game and almost 20 points a game. So that equates to at a minimum 34 points a game, at a bare minimum, mm-hmm. right? And now you add in a couple threes in there, which is close to 50% of their offense is initiated by him. So between Marco and Kata – and that was partially why we did kept Kate out there. It's just he's so good in pick and roll defense, where he can get up level, and it's hard for Sherfield to cut back. And he just slices and dices teams up with that. So uh, we did not want him to beat us. Obviously, um, Cambridge got it going there with 23, um, and KJ Himes has been playing a lot better. I said that on the the Zoom call to the media, how much better he has gotten from last year, and he chips in 15 tonight. And so some of that was a little bit back to the basket. Of course, he throws in a three. You know, I think he's made two threes on the year, and he throws one in with four seconds on the clock. Yeah. But that's what good teams do. They're a good team, and fortunately we're finding a way to win. The the one at the end, you guys had a better view, but when it left his hand, I'm like, oh, boy. That's <laughs> right on line. So, yeah. um so anyway, I thought it was I, I, a, a I, lot of guys contributed. That's some Fresno State flashbacks there for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> well, well a, you won that game in overtime. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. I didn't want to go overtime tonight. But, no, no. You know, um, but we had some guys do some good things. Now we got to find a way to come back tomorrow, or not tomorrow, the next day, and um, and get healthy. Well, coach, we appreciate. When I say it. healthy, get. Uh, we got to be better if we're going to win the next night. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. This is a. It's a really. You kept preaching all week long. This is a really, really good team, and I think we saw that on display. Well, you know, everybody keeps talking about the top four, and I get it. Like we're all, you know, but the, the, I mean, these guys have all the parts. They have size. They have length. They have athleticism, um, and and Cambridge can really get it going. And Sherfield is just that guy that just makes plays for everybody. So. They have a lot of different pieces, and this was a big win for tonight to to keep fighting for our regular season championship here and, and obviously all the postseason stuff. But, you know, guys, I was thinking about this, and this is – I'm not going to say it again, but, you know, this is our um, um, this is our fourth game in 30 days or 31 days. And, um, I mean, that, football teams play more than that, you yeah. know. And so it, it is. It's uh, – 
and not only that, we're doing it without a couple. Well, without Wooster and but like Miller didn't practice. I mean, he did some shooting and some five and zero. Oh. He didn't go do anything live all week, and so we're we're just trying to piece this thing together and keep on going. And you know, our, our, I was proud of our upper class. I thought Cato was really good, Anderson was good, and Bean were really good. And Brock has got it out. And of course, Marco did a good job too. Our upperclassmen got to those experienced guys have to play like that every night now the rest of the way if we're going to go where we need to go. And so uh, I, I thought they did a good job for most of the night. Well, I will say this. Coach is willing to give you a note that if you, you know, whether it's a bishop or a pastor or whoever your ecclesiastical leader is, coach is going to give you a note, say, you're excused, come to the game on Sunday. <laughs> yes. Come on out. I don't even know. If, is, is it a night game? Is it an afternoon Five game? Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Yeah. All right. Perfect. That's late afternoon. Can still get home and have a great dinner or you can have an early dinner, however you want to do yeah. it. And uh, hopefully we can. Yeah, celebrate uh, in the spectrum. And, and you know what? I want to say that, too. One more thing. Thanks to all the fans for coming out. It has been January 21st. I think it was our last home game. And so, I mean, I saw Lance. We were expecting to play Wyoming on a Wednesday night two weeks ago. And instead, we just met up at the the Green Canyon High School game. (laughs) And uh, and so we shared a – I don't know if it was a victory that night or not. But uh, did they win tonight? Does anybody know? Uh, I do not know. Okay. My sons are playing tonight in their state tournament games, so that was a. Ajay's on it. You know, I love my my. I love coaching basketball. I wouldn't trade it for it. You know what I mean? Like it's a dream come true, but you start feeling old when. And I knew this day was coming at some point. I didn't. Yeah, I thought it might be a rough night. I'm guessing. Uh, they played Ajay. Dallin Grant's team. Dallin is a, uh, signed his national letter of intent with us. Yeah, Cedar City, and I got we got home from Boise. You know, about five thirty. Uh, about 4.45 in the morning. Of course, it was a long trip. And um, and I see my son Carson the next day. He goes, Dad, we got Cedar City. And I'm like, that's Dalen Grant's team. And he just kind of looked at me. And, of course, he's my ninth grader, and he's coming. So they got on huddle and watched the games. And he comes up to me and goes, Dad, Dalen is really good. And I'm like, he better be. He's going to be an Aggie. So, you know what I mean? But, um, but it's funny how, and I'm not trying to bore you, but, like, Maybe these fans are bored on their ride home, right? Want to listen? Nobody's well, rushing. Want, oh, here comes Max. They don't want to listen to um, us. And, uh, but I always knew, like, I, for a long time, I'm like, you know what? At some point, we're going to be coaching games, and my kids will be playing in their – you know, you miss a lot of that stuff, but when you miss the state tournament yeah. or – like, that's a hard thing when they're both on the same team and doing that thing, but it is what it is. And um, – uh, I guess it's, I'm not sure where I was going with this, guys, but it's a sign of getting old, and I'm just just running my mouth because I got a lot of pent-up energy after the way the last uh, five minutes went. I might need to go home and run on the treadmill for go. about three miles. But thank you, guys. Thanks you for go. all the fans coming out, and hopefully we can see uh, uh, another good crowd on, on Sunday afternoon. Two more home games, hopefully, um, to finish out the regular season. Let's roll. Thanks, Coach. All right, thanks, guys. Go Aggies. There you go. Craig Smith, head coach of the Utah State Aggies. As uh, post game show continues on, as uh, he's going to hand that headset right over to uh, Max Shulga. That's <laughs> got some instructions for him first. <laughs> it's his first. It's, like his, it. it's his first interview, Coach. <laughs> well, well, we're going to make this really easy on you, Max. As uh, Max Shulga, kind enough to join us right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. First interview, man. Congratulations. Uh, Eighteen minutes tonight. Heck of a game. Uh, what was it like for you out there tonight? Yeah, thank you. Wanting to win. Um, it was really fun, honestly, just after so much time without playing and just 
practicing. It was, I just felt good being back on the court and uh, just enjoying the time on the court with my teammates and getting a win made it that much better. So it was really good. How does it feel to come off the bench, first player off the bench in that situation? Yeah, uh, that was good. That was nice. Uh, I felt like uh, coach gave me a little more confidence by that. Yeah. Like just coming first, six, being sixth man. And um, I just had to, I just had to go out and uh, show, just play my hardest. Honestly, that's what I'm trying to do every time I step on the court. Just try my best, and just whatever comes out comes out. But yeah, you felt really good. Well, it looked like you were having a lot of fun out there tonight too. Um, and I know the at the end of the game didn't quite go as cleanly as I know you would have liked. But but overall, uh, kind of grade yourself on how you performed tonight and, and how you felt like you played out there. Um, I feel like I played pretty good could have played better obviously could have been worse but uh just screwed up a couple times on, on defense I have to have to admit that but uh, and we had a couple turnovers that weren't that I could have prevented and like passed it to my teammate but uh, overall I feel like I played uh decent I guess yeah I think you did great yeah I think you know it's uh it the more time you have on the court, the you can definitely see that uh, you're going to help the Aggies quite a bit. I, w I wanted to ask you a question. So um, defensive schemes that the Aggies have, I mean, it's it's hard work out there, and there's a lot to remember. How, how hard of a transition has that been for you on the defensive side? Offensively, I know you're doing great. Yeah. Um, it's been pretty hard, I would say, uh, because they have they have a lot of plays, and you have to know – what what to do in every in each situation, mm -hmm. but uh, but we had like three, yeah, three days of preparation. We were just getting reps on uh, against our scout team on defense, so that that helped a lot. You had a couple of really fun hustle plays, uh, keeping a ball alive down here. Also, uh, keeping a ball alive for a tie up that helps save a possession down here. Is that part of your game? Just kind of laying the body out on the line and making whatever play you have to make. Yeah, I try to do that. When I see a loose ball, I, I just try to go get it. And if it, if it's out of bounds, it's out of bounds. If I save it, then then good. Like like you said on that play, I, I had I had I thought I had zero chance of saving it. Yeah, I get, same here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. Well, how much? I mean, talk about this. I mean, you come you come over here. You, you're you're playing in Logan, Utah, um, from overseas. What's that transition been like playing college basketball here in the United States? Um, it's been hard uh, at first. At first, it was really hard because the pace of the game uh, is really fast here and much more athletic. Back in, back overseas is more just moving the ball and like slower. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had to adjust to that, but. Um, other than that, it's just same. Well, we appreciate you coming by, man. Uh, fun game tonight. Can't wait to see you out there more. Uh, keep it rolling, and uh, we'll see you here in a couple nights. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That's Max Shulga yeah. uh, right here on uh, the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Take a break. Come back. We'll continue on with your post-game show next. You're listening to Aggie Basketball. Ashworth, long three from the left wing. Yes. Ashworth, maybe a little bit of uh, you're going to harass me down the court. I'm going to put the three right by right in your face. 14 to 13. Aggies take the lead back by one. Marco drives. Marco bounce pass to Shulga, who lays it up and in. Who got behind the defense? And the Aggies finally get their double-digit lead. 27-16. What an assist. 
Shulga swings it cross court to Alfonso Anderson for three. Yes, baseline three. Left the hand hanging. He knew it was going down the whole time. 30 to 18. Timeout on the court. We'll take it as well. Final in this one, Utah State gets a W74 to 71. Discount Tire has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tires offices services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. Crazy back-and-forth game, Coach. Uh, Utah State jumped out 6-0, then jumped out to a 16-point lead uh, going into halftime, pushed it to 21 with about 18 minutes left to go in the game, and then Nevada just chipped, chip, 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 chipped away till it got all the way down to two points. Um, Utah State was able to uh, push it back to five. Late three pushed it back to two. Utah State then went one for two from the free throw line uh, with Stephen Ashworth and a shot at the buzzer from uh, three-quarter courts does not go. And Utah State is able to get the W tonight uh, by the count of 74 to 71. That is your Aggie scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers. Utah pork producers committed to farming responsibly and ethically. Visit utahporkproducers.org under we care. Well, heck of a night tonight, Coach. Yeah, I'll tell you what, and it really is indicative of many games I've seen uh, in this league this year. I mean, no lead is safe in the second half, and, and uh, lessons learned, notes taken, time <laughs> to move on and, and get a little better. Well, that's the case tonight for sure, uh, as Utah State needs to play quite a bit better for 40 minutes if they want to win coming up on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you, you talk about momentum and, and uh, you know, all, all of uh, all of the shift yeah. um, in, in, in confidence that the, that the Wolfpack will have coming into this next game. But, you know, the Aggies also know that uh, they're capable of yeah. of uh, large double-digit uh, leads and, and, uh, and what, it ta- what it will take to get to that point. And this may have been Nevada's best shot, too. Uh, there's definitely some of that. I mean, I think what you see out there is a lot of what you get. They're they're lacking a couple um, key pieces, um, you know, that they've had in the past that they don't have on their squad this year. Um, but then again, so are we right now with injuries. Well, big thanks to Utah Toyota dealers, proud partner of Utah State Athletics. Toyota, let's go places. All right, that wraps it up for us. Big thanks to everyone who uh, hung out with us tonight. Fun game tonight. Utah State gets it done. They'll play again on Sunday. Get ready a little Sunday uh, late afternoon. That's not quite a matinee, is it? Uh, 5 o'clock? Not really, no. Okay. So 4.30 pregame, 5 o'clock tip-off. You and I will be right here. And, again, if you need a note to your whatever ecclesiastical leader, bishop, whatever the case is, Lance Becker will give you a nice little note. Says, please excuse. (laughs) Yes. Brother Smith, he should be able to come and uh, come to the game on Sunday. You can count that as uh, work towards my uh, conversion process. There you go. You can send two dudes to Coach Becker's house after after the game. It'd be great. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for us again. Big win tonight for Utah State. Back with you on Sunday. Big thanks to Eric back in studio. Ajay keeping us on the air as always, doing tremendous work. And a big thanks for you for listening. Aggies get it done. Seventy four seventy one from Learfield IMG College.